What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another session of Real Men Looking for Real Relationships, and it's Coach Nate, of course. Today, I'm going to cover something that was kind of requested to me from a client that I used to have, and that is getting over breakups. So, of course, I'm much more your man at you know letting you know the secrets of attraction and how to make a relationship turn into a long-term one, but I'm happy to cover this too, as since I had so many relationships when I was younger, that I obviously went through a lot of breakups and had to get over some tough ones myself. So I've devised an awesome, evil way, well, maybe not so evil, but an awesome way to uh, get over even some of the roughest breakups you can find out there, and I'll dive right in. So first things first, guys, that when the breakup happens, you have to realize that it's over. There's no going back. It's done. And what you really need to do here is first mourn it. It's just like a death. You know, when somebody in your family, someone that's kind of close to you, and even somebody that's really close to you, the most healthy thing that you can do is take that situation through its proper stages of grief, if that makes sense. Now, listen, you're going to have to look those up. I'm not going to go through them on this. And that might even be something that you want to talk to your counselor or mental health professional about. But you still have to mourn it. You can't be like in denial that she's going to come back to you or you know, that maybe things will work out, whatever, like, you, you again, you need to realize that it is ended, then you need to start taking it through its stages of grief. It's it's the ending of a journey, and it absolutely should make you sad, depending on how serious the, the relationship was, um, you know, maybe you had some expectations, either voiced or deep-rooted, that you really wanted the relationship to go somewhere. And I, I totally get all that. But you still need to take it through its proper stages of grief. And how long it takes you to mourn and grieve over that relationship can directly correspond with how long the relationship was or how like serious it felt, right? So I know like the super masculine kind of thing out there is like, you know, us guys' feelings don't really matter. But I'm here to tell you that they truly do um, just as much as anybody else's, whether they're a woman or what. And you you need to, like, just just kind of take it into consideration. So what, what I mean there, quite honestly, is let's say you had a relationship that was only six months. Not the craziest long-term relationship, but I'd, I'd call it an LTR. Um, it's not really a short one either. And let's say you had a lot of feelings tied up and expectations and stuff like that. And maybe most of that time, um, your girlfriend was in alignment, like, oh yeah, this is pretty cool. And everything seemed like it was going really well. And then for whatever reason, that relationship ended abruptly. Um, you can still have a lot of feelings tied up in that and it might take you, a long time to get over that relationship where where things might not directly correspond with the length of the relationship is like let's say you were in a 10-year 
relationship. And for the last four, you kind of already knew that it was over, but you both, you know, were milling through it, right? That's kind of different. You, you might even be happier now that it's ended. Now, me personally, being a Christian, I don't <laughs> advocate for divorce by any means. And it, it saddens me a lot when any marriage um, ends, you know, unless somebody like passes away or there's like abuse involved. So if, if those two things aren't in there, then when a marriage ends, it actually makes me sad um, as a person. But again, you know, when you have a lot of feelings tied up and expectations in the relationship, it's going to be very natural that it might take you a while to get over it. And that's okay. But I'm telling you, you need to be like, take the proper time to mourn it. So don't just ignore it. Don't get like super cold and just like power through. And, you know, people deal with weird stuff in a lot of weird ways. Um, you know, don't go down the drug and alcohol path either. Um, you know, just mourn it for what it is. Be sad about it for the appropriate time that it's sad. You know, don't be in denial that it's over. But then you start to need to, you know, move on as well. So once once you're through the toughest part of the morning and you start not to be so sad about it, then you want to start to take those those next stages. And again, I'd, I'd invite you to, you know, go online and, and Google the, the proper stages of grief so that you can take through. Because when you kind of boil it down f mentally, there's not a whole lot of difference between like the breakup and somebody passing away. Next, I'm going to tell you this, and it is to take responsibility for what you did wrong. Now, there are a million and a half different reasons that any relationship can end. So one thing I like to tell people kind of off topic is when you're outside of a relationship, you usually only hear one side of the story. So you never just want to like go ahead and assume that, you know, you know everything about somebody else's situation, right? Um, that being said, when you've been one of the parties in the relationship and it ends, you need to look back, whether you did the breaking up or whether you were broken up with, you need to evaluate as a person and a human being what you did wrong in it and how you can be better, okay? So for a lot of guys that have a lot of dating trouble, in many cases, something that I see out there is that they're a little weak or they're too needy or something like that, that they should have addressed the problem maybe earlier in the relationship or not been so needy. They, they should have maybe, quote, played it cooler, unquote, something like that. And so when that relationship ends and you can look back on it with a little objectivity, you should be able to say, hey, you know what? I was so needy there that it, it totally turned this this girl off. I need to be less so. I need to be more independent going forward and stronger emotionally so that the next girl that comes along that, you know, I'm trying to woo her a little bit, maybe impress her. I don't just drive her away because I'm needy. Because being needy is really a form of insecurity, right? You're you're telling her that you're so insecure that you can't be alone and you can't be without her and you can't have like that constant communication. And that's a major turnoff in the earlier stages of a relationship, right? And obviously, I'm just throwing out an example of what can happen. 
it's not necessarily true for all relationships. But if you can look, let's say a relationship that you had ended six months ago and you look back on it now and you're, you can say, oh, man, I was too needy and too whiny. Um, then you need to find ways to improve that part of your personality going forward. Um, people that, you know, kind of excel in the workplace and excel at life. One common thing that they have is like they understand that change is um, very normal part of our human existence. You know, I'm I'm in my latter 30s now, and I'll be the first to tell you that life in general, be it the economy, be it whether, um, I don't know, how, how people perceive just like world events and all that stuff, was much, much different before social media was such a big deal. You know, I remember the days of 2009 and 10, right? <laughs> Which were not that long ago in the grand scheme of things, but those times were much, much different than they are now. Um, people had way different viewpoints, um, felt differently about things, and um, take in information from the world much differently because of social media, right? And I'm just kind of throwing out a random example of how very quickly the world around you can change and you need to, as a person, you need to be able to adapt to it so that you can kind of keep up. So this is a tip. If you can take responsibility for what you did wrong, maybe it was the failure to bring up a problem earlier in a relationship, maybe you were too needy, maybe you cheated and you need to stop um, doing that cheating behavior, you know, you either need to be in a relationship or you're not, you can't be like in the in-between zone. Um, you can't be so wishy-washy or whatever. Um, what, whichever thing you need to work on, then you need to work on it so that in your next relationship, you're better. So the next thing I want to tell you about, it's kind of an insider tip, if you will, on breakups is, you need to understand that just like any other weird thought, as many of us have many weird thoughts, um, maybe a couple times a day or a couple times a week or something, you need to understand that feelings for that person will arise again throughout your life. So we've all seen like the thing maybe, I don't know if it'd be like a meme or what, but like you know, like a meme on Facebook where somebody's like, oh, you know, that one song came on and it reminded me of her or it reminded me of a place or um, sometimes a smell, you know, scent is really powerful at taking us back in terms of memory and, and reliving something, you know, kind of in a daydream real quick. Okay. You have to understand that number one, it's very, very normal. And number two, it... It's not indicative of that that you're like meant to be with this person or that you you should go back and, and try to get them again. So I'll give you kind of a, you know, just an interesting example of I've been happily married for almost eight years. So so seven and a whole lot of change, okay? And you know, sometimes these things will will happen to me you know a, a song will come on and it'll make me think of a, a girl that I used to hang out with or or date but feelings like that though I know I said earlier in the program that feelings are important which they are but 
some flee many excuse me many fleeting feelings should be ignored you know just because you can do something doesn't mean you should so you know just because i randomly hear a song about a girlfriend that i had 15 years ago or 20 years ago and i kind of get like you know i have like fond memories of some of the situations well that doesn't mean that i should leave my wife and my kid in my house and go pursue a relationship with this person that I have not even talked to in that amount of time, right? That's that's actually kind of crazy, but un- unfortunately, that's what some people think and do, you know. Or, you know, on the flip side of that, let's say my marriage was having a little bit of a rough patch. Maybe I was fighting a lot with my wife. Well, that still does not mean that I should go out and pursue or find another relationship outside my marriage marriage is an absolute thing it should be locked in um and to be married well the word divorce should not be in your vocabulary really um so i'm just telling you understand that just like a lot of other fleeting feelings you know just like some days you're more tired than others some days you're more depressed than others some days you're way happier than others Um, a lot of your feelings and thoughts can kind of be on a continuum. They can be on a roller coaster. They can be on a whatever. That doesn't mean that the universe or God or, or any other, you know, whatever creed or power you happen to believe in, it doesn't mean that you're being driven to go back to someone. All it really is, is just a fleeting feeling like something maybe reminded you of, of her, Something, you know, like I said, the perfume, a song, whatever it is, something might have reminded you of a fun, nice situation, but it doesn't mean that destiny is calling you to go back to them. All it means is that you're really being reminded that they were there in your life and that's okay. And it's just like, I hate to say it, this is kind of like a, I guess, a, a little harsher analogy, but... I often think of like fun things that I did when I was like four, five, six, ten years old when I was a little kid. Well, no matter how much I wish it, no matter how much I want it, I cannot shrink back, you know, <laughs> to being a ten year old, throw my responsibilities out the window and go play with my Tonka trucks out in the the yard. It it just doesn't work that way. I am a man now. Uh those years are great, but now I have to step up and be a man, be an adult. And you know, hey, I like to have fun sometimes too. Don't get me wrong. But we you can't go back in time. All you can do is learn from it. So, I, you know, just again, understand. Some of those feelings will come rushing back to your head. Um, and it's just a little little bit like grieving somebody. You know, I know I already talked about those, those stages of grief. But, you know, just like you can have fond memories of someone that passed away, but no matter how much you wish it, no matter how much you reflect on them, they're not coming back. Now, another big thing you need to understand about this, and this probably plays into those stages of grief, which again, you know, I'm referring back to them because they're really, really important. That's why it's step one. Okay. But probably one of the stages of grief and, and something pivotal to understand is that trust me you are better off without them i repeat you are better off without them 
Now, maybe it is fate, God, or the universe that drove you apart. Maybe it is, um, maybe they cheated on you. Maybe you cheated on them. Maybe whatever, whatever. Even in the bad scenario that somebody cheated on somebody else, unfortunately, there's a reason that that person started doing that activity. And they made the decision that they're not going to be loyal enough to you to continue the relationship properly. Or maybe you did that to them. But no matter what, you're here now. And I would vow, you know, tell you that you are better off without that person. And simply because there is a reason, and probably a big reason, that y'all broke up. And then... Playing into that concept of you're better off without them or not being in a relationship with them, you can then begin to look at being single as an opportunity to find the right person rather than being chained and held down by the wrong person, if that makes sense. So, you know, I know that I've said this before, but like when you're single, in order to get into a relationship, the stars have to align a little bit, right? Like you have to be single. The person you want to get with has to be single. You have to meet. You have to be maybe introduced. Uh, somebody has to have the, uh, you know, the fortitude or the courage to ask the other out. And at first it can be, you know, awkward and there's there can be a lot of anxiety there. And oh, you know what I mean? Like, See how, like, the stars have to, again, align a little bit for a relationship to begin. And that's all well, fine and good. But that whole process does not start unless you're single. So if you're locked into a relationship with the wrong person or a bad person or both, then it ain't going to happen in the first place, right? Um, so look at it. Now, you know, once we got further down the road in the in the breakup stage right and and you've mourned it and got over it you can now start to look at it as an opportunity to move on and find the right person which i think is really important so one last major tip that i can tell you to help you with the breakup process and this is again kind of later in that is always remember the why or the concept of why you broke up so this harkens back a little bit to something I said earlier in the episode where, remember when I said that feelings are going to arise, you know, from time to time about, you know, somebody that you were with a while back. So I guess this is kind of to help out with that concept. So when you do think about fondly uh, somebody that you've broken up with recently or um, maybe a long time ago, Remember, guys, that we tend to look at the past with what they call the rosy eyeglasses, right? You know, that, that's why old timers say, oh, back in the good old days. And well, if you do some reading up on the good old days, uh, a lot of things weren't so good. And uh, this is something that I practice for myself is, again, remember the why and or the context of why a relationship ended. So if I look back on one of my prior relationships with rosy-eyed glasses and I'm like, oh, you know, what if that had worked out and and she was so nice, da 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 Well, remember, there's always a reason the relationship ended. So maybe I wasn't ready and I treated that person like a douchebag. That happened many times. I'm happy to take responsibility for it and apologize, right? 
Um, or maybe that girl was really nice, but at the time she had some really crazy chick type of tendencies, right? Or maybe um, the other person was way too needy or not needy enough. Maybe they were too independent where you wanted more out of the relationship. There's so many reasons that these relationships come and go and end that I invite you to think about it more in the logical. So when those feelings kind of arise and you start to be like, oh, I'm, it was really cool to hang out with her and she was so nice and this was so much fun, then I need you to think about, oh, wait, we broke up, though, because she was acting this way and that way, and maybe you tried to talk to her about it a couple times and she kept acting that way, right? And so you had good justification for ending it at the time. Well, relationships are sometimes contextual, meaning, you know, they can only work out at a certain time in, in your guys' life, right? Like, for me, I can't get into a relationship now because I already have one. The context of my current life does not allow for me to have a new girlfriend. Um, and so maybe the context of your life at that time did not allow for that relationship to work for any number of reasons. So if those feelings arising back or coming back to you, someone that you dated maybe kind of recently, but maybe even years ago, and you're putting on the roseate glasses, you can always think back to why it ended and just say, oh, yeah, you know, she was too needy. She wouldn't, you know, even though I talked to her about it, she wouldn't, she wouldn't like compromise and calm down a little bit. And that's why I had to end the relationship. So, guys, those are my six <clears throat> tips, if you will, on how to deal with breakups properly and um, how to kind of move on with your life, if you will. So if you want more tips and tricks like this, obviously make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. If you want to know more about me, you can visit me over at PattersonCoachingWNY.com. Uh, click on Contact Us, where there's lots of ways that you can reach out to me, all the way up to giving me a call on the good old cell phone. It is up there, trust me. So, and especially if you're thinking about getting one-on-one -on -one help with your dating life to fix it, improve it, get it where you want to go, find yourself an awesome wife. That is what, my friend, I am here to do. So thank you so much for watching. Please like and share. That would really help me out. And we'll see you in the next episode.